It's time for Cats Talk Wednesday. Small town and big city joined forces. Benny Hardy of Lynch, Kentucky, and Terry Brown of Louisville, Kentucky, team up to give you free-flowing, laid-back sports talk. Focus on Kentucky Wildcats, as well as pertinent information in the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. That's what we try to do every week. Terry TV Brown, Vinny Hardy here. TV man, we out here trying to be in these YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter streets because that's what time it really is. Stay everybody late. My bad for the delay. It's, it's Dame time. You know, look, hey, <laughs> hey. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> hey, Milwaukee just. Just laying in the weeds and making moves. Everybody hey. thinking Miami and this and no. Oh. It, it look. This is the thing. You everybody keeps saying small market, big market. Make these money moves is all I'm saying. Giannis went on a podcast two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, you gonna rock with? Uh, you gonna rock with uh, Milwaukee for the rest of your career, or whatever?" And he's like. We'll see. <laughs> nope. I mean, he didn't say no. He didn't say yes. He's like, ah, you know, that's that. Look, man. And then two weeks later, Milwaukee's like, all right, we got your dame. I know we had to give up Drew Holiday, but we got your dame. Mm-hmm. Right? We got you somebody else that can go get a bucket. Right? We You, you don't have to do all the heavy lifting. Uh, Chris Middleton was great as a number two. Got him a championship. Right? But uh, he's been injured, and I would say that Dame would be a, a better number two than Chris Middleton. So, yeah, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I love the NBA uh, for all kinds mm-hmm. of all kinds of reasons and and everything. Um, so good, good for them. I I did like Magic Johnson's tweet about half an hour after the news broke. He tweeted out. He said it's going to be the Lakers and the Suns in the conference finals, and the Lakers are going to go to the finals and win it. Magic, I love you, baby. Milwaukee's got their thing, but you let them know who's got 17. I love it because he's Magic Johnson. <laughs> Say that again. He said Lakers and Suns in the conference finals? Yeah. Hmm. And somebody's got- like, Magic, read the room. Hey, all I'm saying is, I agree with Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, he's doing his thing. He out here owning the Dodgers and the Commanders and being the best point guard of all time. It's, you know, it's good to be Magic. Yeah, it's always but, good to be Magic. It's but, your uh, guy. You met him, so that's, there's that. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> I, it counts as beat him. I said, hey, Magic. He said, hey, man, that is meeting Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's still swole. I mean, he's still. I mean, six nine is six nine, but he's still. He's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's still. Yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah, he's. I mean, bigger in person. You know? mm-hmm. But the thing about magic is like, it's magic. Like, he got this aura about him. Just, I don't know. It was cool. It was a cool interaction. I saw him in the hallway, whatever. But, uh, but recap of the weekend, man. Cats is four and zero. Yes, they are. Head down to Vandy. And I don't even want to call that a stadium. I don't know what they're doing down there in Vandy, but uh, the Cats handled business, road game, 
early start, a team that has, for whatever reason, been uh, Kentucky's bugaboo, uh, and take care of business in Vandy. Get out to the fast start, which we haven't seen. Uh, Vandy pounces back. Kentucky counters and wins. Uh, it's a good win. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the win. You know, uh, they like you said they beat us last year. Uh, so, and they're getting they're getting better. You know, dude down there. You know, he's talking about winning the East and all that, and they getting first place vote. Look, they're still at the bottom. But they they coming up. They beat us last year, and then a week later they went and beat Florida. So that's that's stuff they hadn't done in a while. And they, right. like like they had a what was it twenty six game SEC losing streak, and and they ended it against us. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can't you can't discount that yeah. every every conference game against Vanda or whoever mm-hmm. on the road you gotta you gotta take that and run. Uh, now that being said, obviously you got to clean up the penalties, the holding penalties, uh, for all the great plays the defensive backs made. There were some head scratching ones as well, uh, but that's going to happen, I think. So, uh, like I said, the Cats battled back. You know, a lot of folks focusing on that bad second quarter, uh, where it was, you know, the wheels kind of fell off, but they put the wheels back on. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to look at the bad stuff, you got to look at well, they got it back together, right? right. Because mm-hmm. it's a 13-point lead or whatever, and Vandy gets that interception, and they at the 16, it's like, oh, this can Yeah. This this can go. Or they it was a 16. 2014 at that point, right? Yeah. And if, and, yeah. if they Kentucky, score, then it's to, okay. To start the third quarter is that three and out. Mm-hmm. And then there's that leery pick. And this could this could go on either way, right? Uh Defense holds, offense, uh, I believe, scores the next drive, and we get the interception, the lateral back to set up. And so, except for that trash touchdown at the end, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. But for me, I'm excited uh, about that. Uh, obviously, and look, can we have four or five holding penalties against Florida and win? Probably not. But uh, on round of shots with Trevard Lindley, uh, former cat, you know, uh, talking about it's a situation. If Kentucky doesn't make mistakes, they can win. They will win. And for all the stuff about, you know, uh, look, it's a it's a mindset. You and I have talked about this before when it comes to sports or anything. Like, if you've got a job to do or you got a goal, and my dad always said, if you got two big ifs, anything more than that, it may not work, right? Like when I was in school to beat Florida, of the Danny Werfels, of those kind of things, it was like, well, if Kentucky got five turnovers, if you know, we had we had all these ifs, and now it's just like, hey, don't make no big mistakes. That's different. And we 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 lived through games where they got seven, and it still wasn't enough. Yes, the, the Chris, yes, Chris, the Doring, Chris Doring. I mean, yeah, seven picks. And How so do you happy. not win that game? You know, so you obliterate for, them in the turnover margin. Oh, let's just win the turnover battle. Okay, we gonna get seven takeaways. This it's a wrap. No, it's not. So, <laughs> so uh, again, it's it it's four four games in. Uh, now we're getting to the meat of the season, right? 
the next six games, five ranked teams, plus at uh, Mississippi State, a place we don't win. Yeah, man. And so probably last Trevor was probably there last time we won. Yeah. So you're 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 looking at a situation where I'm like, look, next six, four and two, I'll take that. Cause we got some wars coming up, man. You know, mm-hmm. Florida, Georgia, um is it Tennessee? Tennessee, Alabama, uh Tennessee. Oh, in order, I'm not sure. Yeah, Tennessee is the 28th. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the next six uh-huh. weeks, yeah, yeah. You, you, you look, if Kentucky in the next six weeks, if they are at eight and two, that's a win, man. That is a that is a big time win. Yeah. So uh, I think they're trending in the right direction. That, but that's just that's just me. Uh, Leary, look, we we're, we we're, we've seen bits and pieces. Larry with some interceptions, but he also made some good plays. The running game, uh, Jatan McClain looked a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Davis looked better. Dane Key got on the board. And, uh, you know, I'm not too mad about the head pat penalty. I'm not too mad about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he did what he had to do as far as the team, and, and he, he took what he had to take from the coaches and his medicine and all that from Vince and Stoops and – unacceptable and stoops said it i think again on the show monday night I'm, he knows that he can't but that was that was there's a lot worse things you can do and it was it was funny it was it was instinctual it was just kind of impromptu right at the moment yeah i just moused you homeboy here you good 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 job yeah I, you, I i i think it was the contact if he'd have just done a gesture i don't think it would have been but you, yeah actually patting him on the head was a was a little much but uh yeah, but, man. But then, and I, I hate to sound old. It's got, it's got more a part of football. You, you tackle a dude and you stand over him and you, you, you walk your thighs all up beside his head and you can you can really just step off to the side and go back to the huddle. But you got to kind of, and that happens a lot. And yeah. sometimes dudes get up and want to take exception to it. Like the Kansas Kansas State thing that caused that fight, dude got dunked on, then he got stepped on. Like uh, Scotty Pippen stepped over Patrick Ewing when he dunked on him. Patrick, hey man, you you don't posterize me. That's enough. Don't disrespect me to that other level where yeah. you know the, where this is a little out of bounds. And in football, look at me, man. You hit me for a loss, and then you walk all up over me. Yeah. And so, Dame patting homeboy in the head. That's that's really nothing. It's really is. Yeah, I didn't think it was that big. But, you know, contact another player. I get that. Yeah. But uh, overall, I think, you know, four games in, a third of the way into the season. Already. Uh, already. And I, I think it is um, – I'm, I'm excited about where the Cats are. I know we got a guest that's going to hop on, going to talk a little bit of college football. Carrie mm-hmm. uh, Lewis, Girls Beer Sports. Uh Friend of the podcast, co-panelist with you on Round of Shots. And yeah, she, she, she might watch more football than anybody. She watches. She watches Maction. She watches those Friday night Maction games on ESPN. So I gotta, I gotta give it to her. I always tell Kevin, the host Round of Shots, he should watch more football. He's like, like cares like nobody watches that much football. But yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 it's. Uh, 
I'm excited about Kentucky being 4-0. Like I said, we'll we'll know a lot more uh, these next six games. Uh, but you get to eight and two, I think that's a pretty good uh, a pretty good run. And just looking at, we don't have a you know bigbluehistory.net for football, but I guess winsopedia.com is the next best thing. And oh yeah, of course you know Florida fifty three to twenty overall, but. 20 to 13 in 2021, 26 to 16 last year in Florida. And so we get them up here again. Now, you know, guys in the locker room, they, they know they can beat Florida. They have been a part of, as you like to say, Sunday, consistently beating Florida during their time at Kentucky. You know, Trevor Wallace and <laughs> I got my consistency That's right not, here. Hey, two two years in a row, three out of five. That, as far as this series goes, that's some consistency that we've never seen before when it comes you, to Florida. You get if you get a uh, uh, a third win in a row. I think I saw you've got to go back to the Bear Bryant days. The last time we beat Florida three times in a row. Uh, so I'm going to be excited because what's going to happen is Kentucky's going to win a game and it's not going to be pretty. Right. It, it, it's not going to be a pretty game. Uh, last year's game wasn't pretty. Oh, no, no. Uh, that That's when Goodfellow made that play to kick it out the end zone. If you remember that safety and that was Florida's last points. No. Nope. You know, if they get a touchdown there, that changes everything. Right. So uh, for, for me, look, Kentucky's going to win. It's not going to be pretty. Y'all want to have these, you know, 49, 10 games. It's not going to happen, you know. Uh, it's, it's, to me, it's just not. So it's going to be ugly. They're going to win. The people, oh, well, you know, this ain't the same Florida. Obviously, it's not the Danny Werfel Florida or the Tim Tebow Florida. But, yes, I'm going to be excited to watch Kentucky beat Florida. I, you remember? I am. You remember the Ron Zook and Jim McElwain, Florida? Did, did we, we get any wins against them? them? So, no. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> well, those dudes it, got fired. They got shown the door because they weren't good enough for Florida. They were still whooping us. And so, look, I get accused of being a sunshine pumper when it comes to sports. Okay? I wear that. Uh, I never thought that being a positive person was a negative thing, but whatever. But when I see other people like Justin Rowland, other people in the UK, uh, Twitter sphere, I still say Twitter, like we'll say something about the football team and the responses are just so negative. And I just have to ask people and I ask myself this. Why is it that you do sports? Why, why is it that you are a fan of sports, that you watch sports? And if your team winning doesn't bring you a measure of joy, then what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Now, is that is that to say that, you know, if Kentucky comes out, uh, you know, men's basketball, they only beat, you know, Transy, whoever, by one point, I'm going to be concerned. Uh -huh. I'm going to be concerned. Uh -huh. But at least, yeah, but they won. Right, like like the John Wall shot over Miami, Ohio. Not the Wally Zerbiak Miami, Ohio, but Miami, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I'm still excited. Like, oh, okay, but should we have been that close? Mm -hmm. But the fact that my team won still brings me joy. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of you doing what you do, man, we, we got some Twitter interaction because this is our first time we were live on YouTube last week, live on Twitter right now, live on the Facebook page at Cast Talk Wednesday for all that. Matt Sack, friend of the show, got his own podcast, Rep to No Good, does his thing there. He says, Terry Brown doing what he does best and getting me absolutely pumped for this catter day. So, see there? And you mentioned Derek Terry. He's followed the show, so appreciate Derek. He was doing yeah. This. Have to get him on for some baseball knowledge. And look, so we got people people talking, man, checking us out. Scared money don't make money. <laughs> and when I look at, particularly on the defensive side of the ball for Kentucky, we got dudes. We're on a streak, I think, nine consecutive games, holding people under 30 points. Uh, that includes Georgia. Last year, if you remember, uh, we got dudes. So why not? Why not go out here and beat Florida and Georgia? Might call us Nelly. We go out there and beat the Florida-Georgia line. <laughs> little, little country music thing right there. But, yeah, I'm, look, I am not going to sit down and, and, and be like, I think my team's going to lose. Why, why do that? I don't understand that mindset. <laughs> I just don't. And 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 look, I allow myself to get worked up about sports. When I say people stuff like this, people, well, I guess you just sit there and uh, don't have any emotion. Uh, I do. I could bring the wife down here to tell you how I am during the games. <laughs> I want my team to win. Mm-hmm. And when they win, I'm like, awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, but when they lose, it's like, well, you know, sometimes stuff happens, man. Like, Sometimes that's the way it be. Yeah. So, so when they were really bad, like you would come into the Florida and Tennessee game thinking that you'd be like, this is the year, or would you be like, oh Lord, it ain't. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've looked, I've looked at some of my past Facebook posts that come up, you know, some of those games I've covered, and yeah. I'm like, this is the year. Sure, why not? So why not? Four. Take the Katie Drzinski approach. I just like, why not? I, you know how I was just talking about, you know, you got the big list of ifs, you know, <laughs> for your team to win. I would have all those ifs like, you know, if this guy does this mm-hmm. you know, and then we do this here, I see a path to victory. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like why not? <laughs> Sitting there expecting your team to lose. That's, that's insanity. Yeah. I could find other stuff to do, other things to do with my time than sit and watch a sports team lose. <laughs> That's true. Like, That's I'm true. in, I'm, look, I'm always a fan of my teams, but when it's like, I don't think they're going to win this one, I just, I don't, I, I don't get involved in that. The, 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 the years between uh, uh, Harbaugh and uh, Shanahan and San Fran, yeah. I didn't watch every game because I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I'll be very like I'm not. I'm not going to sit and just watch. It. I remember, God, this was before Harbaugh got a new house, got Direct TV, and for like the first two years, Sunday Ticket had it, had it. Man, that was that was in four and twelve. Alex Smith, Frank Gore teams. I'm like, I'm not watching this, man. I'm like, it's you know, 49ers versus the Cardinals. Why am I that? 
They're bad. We're bad. Why am I watching? You would have to mention the Cardinals. Oh, well. I'll talk about that for the end of the show because we made don't, them don't, look real good Sunday. D- but, don't uh, worry. We'll we'll take care of them on this Sunday for you. Okay, there you go. All um, right. <laughs> our guest is backstage in the BS3 Network green room. Could have already been back there if I had hit send on the link. I copied and pasted and just left it hovering right there. And she's like, I'm ready to come in, but I don't have a link. I'm like, I thought I hit send. Turned out, look, I didn't. So I hit send. She's back there now. She hosts Girls Beer Sports. It's their show. They do what they want. They talk sports. They talk beer. It's ladies, girls. She's a friend of the show. And if I remember correctly, I think I heard her say, if not, she can correct me. She said this is her favorite show to be a guest on. Now, if that's wrong, she can correct me. But we'll bring her in right now. Carrie Lewis, how are you doing? Good. Yeah. I, I just I wanted to make sure it wasn't on my end and that I hadn't like given you the wrong email or something because you know that happens. <laughs> you I, I checked the DM and you said I'm ready. And I thought, okay. And then I looked and <laughs> and there's there's the link sitting there unsent. So <laughs> Because I got on, I got on the Twitter live feed for a second. I thought, well, am I supposed to get in here somehow? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm putting hoops. I'm putting hoops for you to jump through. I shouldn't have. That's my bad. But that's all right. We got, we got it. We got it. It's, it's all good. And yes, this is my favorite show to be a guest on. I, I love oh, both of y'all. Man, look at that. Well, we appreciate you, and should have had her on more if I get my stuff together. But. All yeah, right, I'm, so I'm always happy to come on. Excellent. So you're here. Missed you on round of shots because Kevin had to move it to Monday night. Yeah. But we're going to start with our beloved Wildcats. 4-0, how are you feeling with where they are? And we got this tough stretch, but how are you feeling about the team? I'm feeling pretty good at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, 4-0, I you can't – I can't, you just can't, it's it's hard to argue with 4-0. Yes, you can quibble. Yes, are there still issues? But this is, the, the like I said on Kevin Hale's show, this is the team we have. This is it. I mean, Devin Leary is a quarterback. De- I have come to the conclusion that Devin Leary, it's, it's not that he can't run, he doesn't want to run. And I have it on good authority from somebody who is an NC State fan and watched him for the couple of years that he was at NC State that he's just, he's not a mobile guy, right? That's just not his MO. I, my theory is I think we've gotten so used to these other quarterbacks in past that would just pull the ball down and run because they either had to or they wanted to that we're just not used to, to having somebody stand in that pocket, you know, and, and not automatically pull the ball down. Um, I think our receivers finally got on track a little bit more uh in in the vandy game so that that was that was good i still think our offensive line is a little bit questionable but you can't argue with defensive performance you just can't and and you know you know what defense does defense wins championships now i'm not saying we're going to win a championship but defense wins games right defense travels yeah absolutely and that's what i said to uh, to kevin the other day was there's going to be ugly games as the weather starts to turn Mm -hmm. and there's going to be games where it's just like you're going to have to win this 17-13 game, and your defense is going to have to to do it. And I would love to lean on this defense. Yeah, no, totally, definitely, and and I think that that would that would really obviously help the offense if you know, because the but the defense needs to get off on third downs. Now, getting off on third downs is easy against Vandy because Vandy's offense is 
terrible. I mean, they're just bad, right? They're bad. But, you know, three picks, um, two pick six. Was it three pick sixes or two picks? Two pick two, sixes. Two, two, two pick sixes, yeah. Two pick sixes, but three picks. I mean, just hurrying the quarterback. Um, you know, I thought we did pretty good with the run game. But overall, I was really happy with the defense. The offense is going to – I mean, the offense is what it is. You know, Ray Davis, but then you've got um, – and I'm blanking on his name, who's kind of the heavy back. McLean? Uh, yeah, McLean. Um, I thought he had some really good carries in that Vandy game. Um, now, as far, as far as this Florida game goes, personally, I watched Florida play Utah, and their offensive line was a joke, like a joke. <laughs> they couldn't have guarded me, right? They couldn't have blocked me. Then they go and beat Tennessee. Then last week against Charlotte, they have one touchdown and five field goals. So, to me, they're, you want to talk about an up-and-down offense – Florida's definitely got an up and down offense, in my opinion. And I think our defense has the ability to take advantage of that. I think I, I think you're right. I think they can make them one dimensional or you know, they they kind of beat Tennessee up, kind of just running left with, with ETN, you know, and Tennessee didn't really slow it down to me, but I think you can tell you can kind of take that away. Um and Mertz is you know, from Wisconsin in the portal and not a lot of people high on him. And so I think, I think Kentucky can kind of clamp them down and they look better than I thought against Tennessee, but I think Kentucky can kind of limit that. And like we were telling TV and I talked before you came on, Kentucky knows they can beat Florida now. That, that, that means a lot in these streaks that we were on the wrong side of for so many years, but now there's guys that have been part of wins over Florida when you know Florida comes up here, well, we we just beat you down there last year. Last time you were up here in Lexington, we beat you, and you know, so that that matters. That factors in as well, whether people want to say it or not. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And and I heard a little bit when I was when I was trying to figure out how I was going. Terry talking about you know the being positive versus being negative, right? And I think this is why I really like football and UK and watching UK football is because it's fun. There's, you know, there's no, there's no real pressure, you know, I mean, especially in past you go into games and be like, Hey man, if we win this game, this is going to be unbelievable. But if we lose, ah, well, you know, that's, that's, that's the way it goes. But you know, where basketball has all this pressure and if you lose, or if you lose, if you win by one point, Oh my God, the sky's falling. You know, everybody's running around with their hair on fire. But football, I'm laying back. I'm going to tailgate. I'm having fun. You know, I'm sitting around people that I've sat around for years in the stands. You're tailgating next to people you've you've become friends with. And it's just, it's fun. It's just fun. And I think that that's 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 the appeal. And I know people, and I want to win games. I want to beat Florida, right? But I just, there's no, for me that as a fan, there's no, there's like this no, there's no pressure, if that makes sense. It does. It does. It, I talk about it all the time. It's, uh, you know, I say, why are you a fan? What are you trying to get out of this? And you said a couple of weeks ago on Round of Shots, like, was it the, I guess the Akron game? And Kevin's trying to star up stuff, but you were like, look, I got to tailgate, my team won going away. You saw the turnover tire, right? Like, you're what? What else am I looking to do on a fall afternoon, right? Like that to me is a pretty good deal. 
And I think what happens is with all the moving for college football, you're still only going to have that select few teams in the championship race. And so you have to look at, okay, yes, I'd love to win a championship, but if not that, what's going to be a successful season? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I've tried to explain to people about like where Iowa fits in that, you know, with Kirk Ferentz, and we're going to bring oh. up, we're <laughs> going to bring up the numbers, right? <laughs> but boy. I'm like, I'm like, how how has he been doing this for 25 years, right? And it's because he beats Iowa State, check. He beats uh, Minnesota for the uh, Pig Trophy, Vinny. That, it's a, I, I love me some Floyd of Rosedale. Right. The, yeah, the Rose. Yeah, I've been corrected on that around these parts. You know, beats Nebraska. Okay, so you're beating your three big rivals. And if you look, they've got a pretty good record uh, against Michigan here lately. Better than 500 over the last 10 years. Uh, has beaten Ohio State a couple of times over the last 10. Like, and that's 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 pretty good. Like, I understand you. everybody wants to get to 10 wins, but if you can't, Beat your rivals, have fun. That's to me what college football should be about. No, I totally agree. And and um, yeah, now I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> just tell you the truth, because I'm rambling. Well, oh, okay. So no, what I was going to say. So this this may be a a a controversial opinion or whatever. But to be honest with you, I feel like that UK football we're behind. We are just now catching up. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been behind for so long. It's taken us this long to catch up, to get to get that consistent seven, eight, going to a bowl game every year wins. You know, it's going to take more time to climb that hill. And and football is not an easy sport to do that in, right? Um, it's just not. But I think basketball tends to be a little bit easier. Uh, and now, you know, with this with this in with this portal and this NIL stuff, you don't have to wait for a freshman to get good in two years. You got a guy that's good now, but mm-hmm. so does everybody else. So yep. now the playing field, we're, we're climbing a little bit different different mountain here. So that's just kind of my opinion on it too. And people are like, well, you shouldn't be satisfied with eight wins, blah, blah, blah. But it's the landscape of the sport. Right, which is why I always bring up, like, you know, how many teams have averaged 10 wins over the last quarter century. It's not that many. And then you look and it's like the team's not on the list. USC, Michigan, Alabama had not averaged 10 wins over the last like 30 years, despite everything else. Like, so when you're like nine wins is the floor, like what are you talking about? Like that is rarefied air that five programs hit. And if that's what you're trying to hit, you're going to be disappointed. It's insane. We talked about this a couple weeks ago that everything that Saban has done since he's been there, and that still didn't raise their average to 10 wins a year. And all the championships and all the 11, 12, 13, however many win seasons they had with the SEC championship game and the playoff when they – that's ridiculous. That's, that's how low they were, which, you know, there was – you know, we knew – we remember when – Tennessee had a huge winning streak over Alabama and the Alabama fans were suffering like we were. Cause when were we ever going to beat Tennessee? So the fact that they were that low and he still didn't raise their average. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. You mentioned, um, 
just having fun, going and tailgating and enjoying it. A lot of people were hoping the Florida game wouldn't be at noon. Now that it is, Mitch Barnhart opened the stadium at 7, Commonwealth Stadium, Kroger Field. Are you getting there at 7? What is your plan of action for this coming Saturday? So our plan was actually get there at 8 anyway. So we may end up like splitting the difference and getting there at 7.30. But um, one of the people that we tailgate next to, Bob, we call him the mayor of the purple lot because he shows up at he's the first one there and make sure everybody's spots are good, make sure everything's good. Because um, we had students that did not move their cars out of the parking lot in the last game. Mm. Yeah, so... So yeah, so Bob, Bob, um, we've already informed Bob that that rule that that has been changed, and he said he will be there. At, he'll be there at seven. So I think we'll probably be there somewhere between seven thirty and and eight ish. Now you host girls beer sports, so obviously you talk beer, you talk sports, sampling different you know types of brews and breweries and and all that. Have you purchased a beer from the Commonwealth Stadium concession stands, and or do you bring your own? How does how's how's that experience be? So to be honest with you, I, of course I purchased I purchased like one two I think I purchased two that the that very first game right because you you have to you have to say oh I got to purchase I purchased a beer in Commonwealth Stadium hashtag not my Kroger field. <laughs> um, so actually it was a lot easier than I thought. Um, I was happy with the products that they had. Um, oh. They do have they have Yingling, and they're the they're the tall cans, and they're t- they're ten dollars a piece, which I don't think is completely unreasonable for stadium prices. Because my plan was I was going to purchase first game and then just you know forget it. I'm just going to bring it in like I always did. But no, I've actually purchased um, and I've limited myself to two in in the game. So I actually probably drink less in the game than I did before. Because they're lower percentage beers, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was bringing in these seven, eight percenters, right? There you go. Lower percentage on the I think Yingling's like four point three or something like that, four and a half. Yeah. So, but it's it's actually been a, I've had a good experience with it. Um, there's people on the concourses; they're not allowed to go into the stands and sell. That's a rule. So you've got I call them tub people. And they just stand there down there on the concourses with their tubs full of ice and beer. And you just go down there and make your purchase and go back up to your seat. It's it 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 pretty easy. Look at them pleasantly surprising you. How about that? Yeah. And to be honest with you, with you know, they were um, highlighted. People highlighted that fight that happened right in the in the stands of that Akron game uh, a couple of weeks ago. I've seen worse. I've seen worse when they didn't have alcohol you know, sales in the stadium. Yeah. So I don't think the people who are saying that has, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I plenty of times I have seen the police start climbing the stairs up above me and bringing somebody down. <laughs> and that was before alcohol sales. That, so. that, that's, that's par for the course. Right. So before you came on, we were talking about you probably watch more college football than anybody that I personally know. So looking at the college football season, about a third of the way in, What's got you excited? Are you still Team Dion? Are you? Where are you with college football as a whole? So it's been an interesting season, right? I mean, Bama's all the you know what everybody's like. Ah, you know, Bama's done. Bama's not done. I'm gonna, in the immortal words of the late great Phyllis, who used to call into to Paul Feinbaum 
She passed away in May. The dynasty is not dead, Paul. <laughs> right? They woke up in the middle of the third quarter of that Ole Miss game and actually didn't look bad. I was halfway on the bus of we could beat them in November and kind of got off, and I'm waiting at the bus stop to see if it comes back around because uh, they actually looked pretty decent. Now, the Texas A&M Bobby Petrino Jimbo Fisher experiment, eh, that's that's not going so great. That uh, I don't think they've that their their quarterback is out. Wegman's I out saw that. for the I year. That, yeah, man. so that's that's going to hurt them. Yeah, as far as like the SEC goes, um, you know, people are like, ah, oh, the SEC's uh, down this year. I just think it's taken them a little bit of time to to kind of figure out where they are. I really like the Pac-2 thing that Oregon, Oregon State and Washington State has going on. That was absolutely brilliant, that Pac-2 championship. And so so what it took – and I, I'm not a West Coast football fan. I've never liked the Pac-12. But what it took for them to actually start playing was a, to dissolve their conference. I, like, right? Un, unbelievable with that. Um, yeah, I guess Notre Dame, you can't – you don't have to know how to count to go there. That seems like the case, right? I, and I actually saw I saw a highlight where they played. Um, I can't remember. Is somebody a couple like a week two or three or something? They had ten men on the field. And here's the Again. thing: the thing about that, um, you know, Freeman, sorry, his first head coaching job. You're on the you're on the big stage. This this is a pressure cooker. The you know Notre Dame basketball probably goes and has fun and watches without the pressure, you know, opposite of what we do going to watch the football games. And the last play of the game against Ohio State, the the world was watching, and for that to happen, you know, I heard somebody saying if he was cutting his coaching teeth at Western Michigan and that happened, and you know where you could learn from it, you know he would learn from it and nobody would know, but it happened at Notre Dame against Ohio state. And we, twice. we saw it against these Gators twice a few years ago, earlier in Mark Stoops's tenure yeah. where he left some dudes uncovered and we'd already have broken the streak against Florida. We lost that game 28, 27 and they got 14 points just cause we left. We just, we ain't going to cover this wide receiver twice. So, we we felt that pain before you know, in our own self. But Terry, I like I like where the state of college football is. I I really do. I think it took a couple of weeks for some teams to get going, but you know, there's a lot of good games still still to be played. And I think there's gonna be a lot of exciting football. And you know, I think what Dion's doing at Colorado is great. I actually like the fact that I think the media is is was trying to make a lot out of this Oregon game. And I like the fact that Dion, you know, he took podium and he kind of ran that in. He's like, look, we just got our butts kicked. Because he's a football coach. He's a football guy. You know, he's a football guy. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's doing some some good stuff at Colorado. Uh, I think, unfortunately, the media has latched on to some things and has made stuff, stuff not, that, not it, too, it, bigger than it, than it should be. Right. It, the thing I like about Dion is I miss the fun football coaches. We used to have fun football coaches in college and pro, right? The Bum Phillips, the Steve Spurriers, right? But now, you know, like I, I, we've talked about this before, Vinny. What has Nick Saban ever said to get you fired up? Like, 
when you've heard him speak, except, you know, I'm not going to talk about it or whatever that little clip was, but you don't remember anything. Give me Steve Spurrier talking about free shoes you, right? Give me that kind of stuff. And and Dion is doing that. Give me a fired up Ryan Day picking a fight with Lou Holtz. You know, <laughs> give me Washington State's coach picking a fight with 80-year-old or 89-year-old uh uh oh man, you know, on uh, game day. Uh, oh, Lee Corso. Lee Corso. Give me that. Give me tell let me know what you think. You know, don't just, you know, give me this corporate answer. Be fired up. I loved it when Stoops was like. I'm surprised to see the Governor's Cup trophy here in Jefferson County. Give me that. Because Louisville fans got mad. I'm like, where's the lie? Where's well, the lie? Hey, Stoops just told everybody to crack a beer at 7 a.m. So, you yeah, know, that's, that's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> give, give me that. So I'm that's excited I'm about, about that. But no, I I, and I think I think Dion's going to get more players. Um, I really do. And, and, and that, this is this is the other thing that kills me. I guess about about this this whole kind of Dion phenomenon, right? Is the fact that a lot of the people who are chiming in, especially after this Oregon game, are drive-by college football fans. They don't know a damn thing about a damn thing. Excuse me for cussing on your show, but all all they know is that Dion and Dion's cool, right? Because he is, and Dion has a lot of great sound bites because he does. And but why did Dion lose 42 to six? Well, to tell you the truth, Colorado's got a lot of problems. <laughs> I mean, they honestly do. Their offensive line isn't good, their defense isn't good. If you knew anything about college football, you would know that Oregon was gonna win that game, right? right. I mean, there was just the, it was a high probability that Oregon, very high probability that Oregon was gonna win that game. But all these people that are out there talking. And trying to call, stir up stuff, they're the ones who are just passively like we were at a bar on Saturday. This is this is a good example. We're sitting at the bar, we're watching the TVs, we're watching the college football, right? And somebody behind us looks over and goes, and wasn't talking to us, but just talking to their table and goes, Well, Dion's losing. What? <laughs> and John and I just looked at each other and we're like, see, this is drive-by college football fans. <laughs> But that seems to be, yep. I guess, the biggest thing I have with 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 you know sports talk radio and these kind of mindset. It's never the diehard fans that get caught up in all this kind of stuff, right? Whether yeah. it's baseball trying to court people that aren't baseball fans, you know, whether it's co not college football fans like. I thought Dion was going to win. Did you really? Like, do, yeah. do, do you know how this works? That's <laughs> the only thing that kills me. Yeah, it's and like he's he's ahead of schedule. Like he's already tripled their wins from last year. But everybody that watches, like y'all said, knew he wasn't about to win the championship. Knew that you know he he had some, even though it's Pac-12 and you don't like it, there were some tough games coming up <laughs> with Oregon and USC, and it, it, that was going to be a gauntlet for him. So. You know, maybe Colorado fans, maybe the delirious ones that were just, oh, we're just going to go. But those that really knew, knew that there was going to be some bumps in the road. And like Terry likes to say, there's nuance. They can be ahead of schedule. He can dramatically improve that team, which he's done. And yet they can still take some lumps along the way. And that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I think, that's, I think that's a good assessment. Yeah, I really do. And, and for the people just figuring out in 2023 – 
that Dion is great at self-promotion. Like, <laughs> welcome great. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you, I saw a story, like he changed the spelling of his name. Did you know oh, that? I didn't see that. It yeah. used to be D-E-O-N and they called him Neon Dion and he added the I to try to dissuade people because he wanted to be primetime. When did he add the I? When he was at Florida State. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I was like, so we've been paying attention to that dude for a long time. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and like I said the other day, too, well, we feel like Dion cut, cut the line. Well, some people can cut the line. Peyton Manning decided to have a show during halftime of Monday Night Football. They didn't make him go to journalism school. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, <laughs> Dion, do you really think Dion's going to be cutting film? Like that's where he's gonna get his starts. No, you'd be <laughs> you'd be dumb as hell to let Dion start. No, we got him in the film room. Come on, man. Well, and a lot, be, be a, lot a lot of these kids today. I mean, you know, a, a lot of people today. I guess I should say within well, out of a certain age group, um, don't know what a great two sports star he was. You know, yes. I mean, they don't. Yeah, this is the only. See if I can find it. It's the only, game, do you? I'm, the only memorable Nick Saban soundbite. The Georgia Southern game, do you? I don't think we had a guy on that field that didn't play in the NFL, and about four or five of them were first-round draft picks. And I think that team won a national championship, but I'm not sure. And they run through our ass like shit through a tin horn, man, and we could not <laughs> stop. Them. That's the, that's the only. Whoa. Nick Saban moment that I can think of since he's been. But, but give me that. I like coaches going back and forth, particularly if it's in a rivalry game. You know, Louisville fan. Like I said, Louisville fans mad about Coach Stoops. Like, where's the lie? He's probably surprised that the trophy's in Jefferson County. Because, Kerry, <laughs> I'll give you the quick rundown like I gave Vinny. Louisville beat Kentucky for the last time in November of 2017. November 2017 is where I met my wife for the first time face-to-face. -face. Since... Louisville beat Kentucky. I got married. I proposed. Our tweet went viral. I got married. I've moved. I'm getting ready to celebrate my second anniversary. All of the time since Louisville has beaten Kentucky in football. It's been a while, man. It's been a minute. Hopefully it's going to be more minutes. Absolutely. We got to have that game. We got to have that game. Yeah. I'm tired of them being all excited because they beat Boston College. Mm -hmm. Right. And they got... For for the ACC, I don't know if you dislike East Coast ball as much as West Coast ball. No, Gary. not as much. But I don't <laughs> like the ACC, and Dabo got every bit of what he deserved on Saturday. Uh, I'm gonna be laughing about that for a long time. Uh, but no, I, I just it, I just don't like it's it's a long standing thing with me that I've never liked West Coast football. But East Coast football is fine. So Louisville does have. Would I guess the ACC version of a gauntlet because they got Notre Dame and a surprisingly good Duke team coming up. So they're they were favored in all their games over the summer, which meant people thought they could go undefeated. But I, they they might have a few little bumps in the road that they didn't foresee coming up here. But it, it, this is my problem when it comes to Louisville and ACC. Louisville versus Notre Dame. Do I got to choose who wins? Like, there's no ties anymore. I'm just – Louisville versus Duke? What am I supposed to do? Like, It's like 49ers versus Steelers for me. Same thing. You know, you know Ohio State, Notre Dame. 
at least somebody gets to lose. You know, that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> how I looked at that game. Well, Ohio State loses, well, that means all the the Ohio State University people are going to have to hush their mouth. It worked out this, you know, in this instance Saturday, all the the Golden Domers had to walk out of there sad because, you know, they they gave it away at the end with, you know, some some mathematical deficiencies, <laughs> as Carrie was like to say. But, well, and I, I'm telling you what, don't look now. Kansas is 4-0. I don't know how that happened, but uh, they're fixing to play Texas on Saturday, so we'll see how long that lasts. And, that, I mean, that's that's the kind of game Texas will drop <laughs> historically, you know. They struggled with Wyoming after they beat Alabama, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But did you see that picture I texted you about the turnover trident? I love and the, the band, and, and, and the band guy stole it. Did, see did you see? Yeah. Did you yeah. see this, Vinny? No. For was who? it New Mexico? I forgot who it was. Now, uh, somebody has a turnover trident, and then the opposing person in the band stole Texas it. State. It's Texas State. And gave it to the student section. And the band guy got thrown out because of the turn. Like, yeah, I so love all this turnover stuff. It's Nevada's takeaway trident. Nevada. The Wolfpack? Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Says, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at the yeah. thing you sent me. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. A Texas State band member getting thrown out of Saturday's game for stealing Nevada's takeaway trident and giving it to student section. Yeah. I love it. Colorado's got the turnover thrown. I love it. Kentucky got to do something. I feel like we're behind on this. We used to have, well, think, like yeah, Carrie said, no, like Carrie said, we're just now winning seven, eight games consistently. We 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 ain't got around to getting a turnover. If Nevada can get a turnover, something we can get a horseshoe or something. <laughs> we we said actually on Girls Here Sports we were talking about this because I'm ta- you know I got I bring up the the turnover tire because awesome. Um, but we need like like a stick horse. I think would be good, and they could just yeah. like parade it up and down the sideline, or ride it, Ooh. ride it around. We, or we need something. It's, it's got to be. Well, the the turnover tire was was kind of lame, but from the from the uh, what's the word when you know? But like but it the, but the it, it fit. Tire sounds good. What's the word when it's not when you got the T the two the. Alliteration? Thank, yeah, alliteration. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I couldn't get it. Turnover tire sounds good. Turnover chain. Turnover stick horse. That won't work. We got to get. Well, you got to give be, it something. The turnover thoroughbred. Something like that. There, there you there go. We go. There we go. I'm going to copyright that. We own YouTube and all that. I got a lot to watch. And so we got stuff that y'all do around the shots all the time. We got comments we can actually show. Do we, do we really? So look at here. Our, 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 Hi, our favorite Joe. Michelle's loving all of us. So she can she she consumes uh, like fifty hours of uh, UK sports <laughs> right. every week. She she watches everybody. She hops on space like she's uh, that's great. And so she's uh, oh she's Dion. a big fan of Dion. Yeah, but Michelle is great. And then let's see, she got some other. I'm just gonna get all. Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm gonna do better next week. We're gonna get to that as well, TB. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, there you go. I'm, I'm I'm with the Bucks already. So, if you got jerseys, you're always ready. <laughs> laughing at the turnover thoroughbred, thorough thoroughbred, which might be well, a we gotta, thing. It we'll work on it. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll work on it. Right? I mean, that's, 
I feel like that has to be the thing because obviously we can't use bourbon. Um, yeah, they can't because we did have the bourbon barrel, but unfortunately that had to be retired, you know, because right. of, of mm. stuff that happened. Um, you mm. know, we were trying to think of other stuff that goes along with Kentucky and the horse thing was the best thing we could come up with. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to uh, be something a big horseshoe, a big thoroughbred. It's got to be something horse. I like the horseshoe. I, I like that. Yeah. Just a you know, just a big horseshoe. Yeah. You put it on like that. Look at that, Vinny. Cool. Look at that. We're brainstorming. Yeah, yeah, and that you know, not being able to use bourbon does yeah they, they, that wouldn't be in good taste. Well, it's um, not like you could take a shot of bourbon to forever I mean, turn over. The, the, I mean, <laughs> I was like, I was like to turn over ten or something, a little ten of bourbon. That's, you know, that's what I, <laughs> turn over flask. <laughs> I like to turn over flask. Like there that. you go. They do, they do make those big giant flasks too. A tray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure Mitch Barnhart would love that. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially when a. It's when a true freshman forces a turnover and you got an 18-year-old over there with a flask on the <laughs> underage kid running around with a turnover flask. That's he ain't gonna let that fly. So hmm. yeah, look at us brainstorming and getting the movement started. Yeah. So winning games consistently. Now we gotta get some some turnover <laughs> memorabilia on the side. I call, I, call, I, call him, I call him a turnover trinket. That's that's what we yeah. like to call him, a turnover trinket. Yeah. Got to have something. It's fun when you yeah. see, to get the turnover, and I I like the tire because Akron's history. You know the carry you were talking about around. Like to me, it works. The mm -hmm. Trident for Nevada. I'm gonna have to get some research on that. Mm -hmm. But Miami with the chain, I think of chains in Miami. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That that yeah. works for me. So there you go. And it's kind of fitting. They're the ones that got all this rolling anyway. You know, somebody. they're yeah. they're the you. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. weren't. They weren't our you, but they still were the you enough to to create this trend. So, and now you know whatever a trident even is, you know that's that's a West Coast word. I don't even know what a, a trident. It, okay. Like like, like what Poseidon has. What Poseidon like has, yeah. you know the 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 spear with the like Aquaman's got a trident. That's right. Oh, you don't watch movies. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Do you, are you aware <laughs> there's a character Aquaman? Oh, the spear. I got it. Oh, yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turnover trident. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it is alliteration. It works. It's it works. So yeah. Congratulations. What about you, boy? Have we talked about Ferrance yet? You know, getting getting shut out oh, at Happy Valley. We've been it, chronicling it, this well, for weeks. Carrie's all about it. And yeah. she is my wife's favorite person because I'm like Carrie's like really into this whole thing. Uh Carrie, if you want to go ahead and just let folks know kind of what's going on with the uh, with Brian Ferentz here in Iowa. Yeah, so Terry, I don't know if you saw this interview with him that was before that Penn State game where he told the press to climb out of his butt. Like literally, he, he used the word ass, I think, but he said, y'all need to climb out of my ass. Y'all need to get a, get a ladder and climb out of my ass quit asking questions about this point total thing, right? Because he signed a contract that states that he has to score 325 points this season. Now, I don't know what happens, Terry. That that's the, You may know what happens if he doesn't score, because I, I really honestly so, don't. Well, there's, there's the point total. They have to get to seven wins, and they have to go to a bowl game. Okay. 
And so it breaks down to like 25, 26 points, points per a game. game. Right. So because last year they only scored 17.7 points per game. That's including the defensive touchdown. They had six pick sixes and like three safeties. So the offense only averaged 14.4 points per game, which is like 120 out of 130. Like it's it's bad. And so because he's the coach's son, and they're like, you need to fire him. And fans are like, nah. They came up with this, this convoluted method that CBS Sportsline has a tracker on and lets you know kind of where they are. They were ahead. They had 45 points against Western Michigan. And they were ahead. I forgot what the percentage was. Now they're like 5% behind because they got shut out. So now they've got to average close to 30 points from here on out. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, and the thing, the thing that is, he, he's sitting there complaining to the media to stop asking questions. Dude, you signed the contract. I, I, if, if it was something that had like just been like bandied about between him and his dad or something, okay, I get it. That's the media shut up. Dude, you signed a, pub, a contract at a public university that the media has access to, and frankly, they can ask you all the questions that they want. Oh. So. He yeah. also took a pay cut, fifty thousand dollars. He did, yeah. And now he's only making one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, yeah. or not not one hundred fifty thousand dollars, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right, yeah. Yeah. Only. He was making nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I don't say this often when it comes to sports. I pretty much think I could design an offense to score fourteen points a game for half that. For yeah. half that. Yeah. And that's just me copying down Madden plays. But I'm pretty convinced I can do that. So C- CBS has their tracker, but the, the better tracker is actually uh, the Sickos Committee oh, yeah. on, on Twix. Because it's like a little, you know, the, the mountain guy from The Price is Right? Yes. That little mountain climber dude. That's what yep. they have. A, they have an animation of that. And he tumbled down the mountain um, on well, Sunday. So the contract, you got to – you. They asked him to go from 14 points a game for his offense to 25 points a game, offense, defense, and special teams. Everything counts. Right. And that's bull crap. It shouldn't count. I hate that. That that kicking out of the back of the end zone that they had two weeks ago, those two points shouldn't have counted. Defensive points shouldn't count. It should solely be based on you having to score 24 points offensively. Because he's the OC. He's not yes. the special teams guy. He's not the defensive right. guy. But if, if him being that sensitive about getting shut out with the media, I can see him going into the locker room and like, defense, what was that? Special what? teams, what was that? No scooping <laughs> scores, no kick returns for touchdowns, no punt returns for touchdowns, no pick sixes. What is wrong with you guys? I well, got my donut. I earned my zero. But y'all supposed to pick well, me up and <laughs> like y'all been doing the whole time since I've been there. What, well, what is wrong with y'all? I can see him. Th- this is this this is the talk of the state too. Like this is I'm, I, like yeah. I try to tell people. Imagine you know if Coach Cal was like. You got to have five three pointers a game. Like, it's a weird thing to keep track of, and it becomes this big elephant in the room mm-hmm. that it's just you have to talk about it. Consumes everything. It's that Steve Young monkey on the back in reverse. And and the problem is, uh, Kirk Ferentz has never twenty five years. He's never fired anybody for on the field performance. 
Guys have left. The strength coach left because he liked to yell the N-word at players and he had to go. But you not doing your job, he doesn't fire anybody. And now that it's his son, it's even worse. So it's like, he's got to go, man. Because they've had great defenses. Think about Mm -hmm. the bowl game. Mm -hmm. They got two pick sixes against Kentucky in the bowl game. That's 21-7. And that's with a a quarterback. I forgot the young man. I don't want to slander him. I didn't know who it was until Levin said he wasn't going to play. And it took all that just to beat that Kentucky team. Oh, the Wade kid. Yeah. That's the Wade. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they love it here in Iowa. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's, it's unique. It's it is, you know, you don't see this every day. I don't think we've seen this ever. Well, think about the kids that got busted for gambling on Iowa. Like half of them bet the under on Iowa football games. That's that, I wish that was a joke. That's how, that's the truth. Pete Rose is like, I'm proud of you boys. That's yeah, the they, what do you got? How bad do you have to be at your job for your players to be like? Yeah, we're not hitting that. <laughs> What's the over under? Yeah, we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. We're not hitting that. Unbelievable! It is, it really is. We and and it's really a unique situation because mm-hmm. I mean, think about this. I, I you know we I I'm well versed in Iowa, but think about it. In our lifetime, I always had two coaches. Mm-hmm. You've had Ferent since '99, and in '79, uh, Hayden Fry took over. Oh, so yeah. I. I was not about changing all this kind of stuff. And so I don't know what's going to happen, you know, because if his son has to leave, what happens with Ferentz? I got into this with Justin Rowland. I'm like, I was going, when Ferentz leaves, whenever that is, I was going to call Stoops. Somebody going to call Stoops. Whether he answers, whether he entertains it, I don't know, but they're going to make a move. So, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But the, the, the point tracker is hilarious, Vinny. It's great. Yeah, it really is. Every local newscast leads off with it, Carrie. Like, I'm going to have to. <laughs> he can't go to the grocery store. He can't go wash his car. He can't go down anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to record it because they got a, the big touchscreen board. And like, this is what he needs to average. This is where he is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand him being upset, but it didn't have to be this way. Mm-mm. No, I mean, get a little creative <laughs> on offense, you know. Yeah. But the they've had good thing. offensive players. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Jake Laporta, they're, they're, they're tight end because Iowa breeds tight ends like, you know, corn out here. You know, he's doing well for uh, the Lions mm-hmm. with TJ Hawkinsmith, the other All American tight end. <laughs> That they had here recently. They've had talent, offensive linemen, all mm-hmm. Americans. That, that, that center, um, what was his name? He went to the Lin- Ravens. Linderbrom, Lauerbrom, yeah. something Linder- like that. Linderbrom. Linder yeah, Braun. like they've had Linder good Braun. offensive talent, but it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, hilarious. I wanted Linderbaum at the Steelers bad, really bad. Yeah. Steelers fan, Kerry. Yes, Lord. unfortunately, I guess, <laughs> at this Lord. point. <laughs> I won a couple games. They bounced back from the 49ers game and that offensive line needs some help. <laughs> Snagged a couple wins. So, you know. Man, so yeah, 49ers and Steelers. Boy. 
Still love y'all though. Still love y'all. <laughs> so we got fans. We got uh, uh we you mentioned I heard you talking about it on y'all's episode yesterday. You were on the on the Bama gonna beat Bama bus. You said that I heard you talking about that. What else did y'all get into on episode 390? Y'all are yeah. y'all been around a while too. On yeah, three, 390. Yeah. So you know, um, we're we're into our I don't even remember how many years we've been doing this pick'em ever since just about ever since the show's been on. So, you know, we did the the week five pick'em, which I always get confused because I have to stay a week ahead with the pick them so that I can get the sheets for Sunday. So then about middle of the season, I'm like, what week are we on? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we, we did those picks. Uh, yeah. And um, wow, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about, Oh, we talked about Oregon's uh, color changing cleats, the hyper color cleats that they had on in that Colorado game. That was my only gripe with what the Oregon coach was saying trying to say that Dion and Colorado are all about hype. I'm like, you're wearing shoes that change color when it get hot. Like, you're Oregon, right? Like, you're not some plucky underdog in right. this scenario. Like, they just want to get clicks. But, like, the, the, oh. I, but you know, that led, us to, that led us down the road of what other things on a uniform could you hypercolor that would be cool? Like, we decided you probably could do the numbers. You couldn't do the full jersey. Um, you could probably yeah. do the numbers. You could do some some hyper colored gloves. Those would probably be cool. Um, but beyond that, um, maybe socks. Yeah, pants. Pants. I think would be a non-starter. Yeah. 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 yeah we. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the then the jersey has to. I guess all be. They all have to be one color or at least match. So you couldn't do a hyper colored jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. I think there's that uniform. Yeah. Are you are you with me on this? When Kentucky Louisville play, they should be in red. We should be in blue. UCLA does it for I think all of their sports. I mm-hmm. think it looks great when both teams are wearing their dominant color. Yeah, I like it. That's why LSU. I mean, they they're ne- they're all they always wear. Uh, yeah, they always wear white. Yeah, that's. Right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even doesn't home, matter. That's kind of like their thing. Home or away, I think. Is it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like the Cowboys in that blue jersey. They just never wear it. Ooh, mm-hmm. love it. Oh. Even even though that navy doesn't match the. I'm gonna go get a cut. You know, you don't need to go down the uniform. What it it does first of all, and it is well the the amazing. navy does not match the blue of their white uniforms. It's not the same color. This is not the navy jersey. Does not match the blue. Of the Cowboys home jersey. I'll bring that. We don't need to. We got carry on. We will talk. I'll talk it to you about your Cowboys later. You know, he's a Cowboys fan. And so I like having fans like of the Steelers to explain to him what happens at the end of a football season. They have championship games and Super Bowls that your teams can participate (laughs) in. Yeah, it's been since 96. It's been a little while since (laughs) we participated in any of that kind of stuff. We were, you know, uh, all in high school still, so it's, it I was out of high school. I'm, I'm, I was out of high school in '96. So was I. Oh, okay. I'm younger than both <laughs> y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My birthday held me back. I was born in November, so I graduated '96. So, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've done any of that kind of stuff. So, and, and this we'll is for you, Carrie. I brought out the uh, whiteboard. <laughs> Since we're doing video, I have to do it now. Here, Vinny. 
That's the whiteboard. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our this is our first episode live on Twitter and Facebook. We did YouTube last week, so we, you know, like like Kentucky, trying to catch up. We're trying to we're trying to catch up, and you know, y'all been doing this kind of stuff on Round the Shots for years, and here we are trying to trying to do it now. Oh, got one more comment. Uh, I know this lady from Spaces, and she is in here watching, and. She, is well, welcome. Oh, yeah. There Hello. we go. Hello. Oh, 97. So she's even younger than me. So class of 97. Okay, Ange. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just because Terry and Carrie are old. We all right. Whoa, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still hip with it. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if hip with is a thing. I don't even know. I try to be. Somebody came in my office today and asked me if I was okay with something they did or did that make me something? And I couldn't even tell you the word that they said. And I said, what? And they go sad or, or upset. And I was like, no. And then they, I, I, I couldn't, it started with a K or something. I even, I couldn't even understand the word that they were saying. Yeah. yeah it's just going to be more and more of that. It happens to the best our of future. us. <laughs> with the kids talking, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, but we know you're gonna be there Saturday, seven thirty ish. Yep. Getting just the the vibe right for this noon crowd for another win over Florida. For that'll make it three straight, four in six years, uh, and just you know, looking forward to seeing you in there. Looking forward to you know. Do you do you critique the band because you're a former band member, you're season ticket holder? Do you, you know, like a former player looks at well, our, our DBs are not doing this right, they're not backpedaling great. Are you kind of looking at how well this formation right here and this this song choice? Do you do you do that? Uh, my husband does it more than I do, um, but yeah, we both set up there in the. Yeah, we critiqued the band. <laughs> what did he play? And what did you he play? He played trombone too. That's okay. how we met. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. Good yeah. Stuff. So we we definitely do do that. Yeah. There's no going downstairs at halftime. Um, yeah. We sit up there and complain about the band amongst ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the telestrator. See right here. See right yeah. here. Yeah. Uh-huh. That flag that flag over there is out of sync. Ah, come on, <laughs> left foot, right foot. It's not that hard. Not that. Hard. <laughs> and I love the trombone, man. That's awesome. Just, just in itself, the, the, the sliding to get the notes and the yeah, it's fun to drag them out and get bluesy with them and just I love that, man. Stepson was in the marching band. He played the sousaphone. Yeah. So uh, I've got to help out a little bit with their uh, uh, what is that? Oh, okay. We we know who you are, and uh, <laughs> so I got to help out with a couple of those band performances, making sure I was like, oh, this is a little bit more than I thought. Yeah, you know? it's it's more involved than just putting on a uniform and running out on the field. So yeah, there, there's there's some stuff that goes into it. Here's my thing: what's what's especially, I guess more so for home games, because you have your own section there in the corner. What's the cue to line up? Because every game, you'll it'll pan, and you'll see the empty section because the band has already got out and, and they're lining up. At what point in the second quarter do y'all or somebody let you know, hey, okay, it's time to 
time to get ready to get out here and, and do our thing on the field. So I want to say it's maybe like five or six minutes left in the second quarter or something like that. Cause it does, it doesn't take that long to get down to the field. Um, but yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be standing there before the end of the second half for sure. So yeah, I think it's like five or six minutes before the so, end. Yeah. How many times have you played on, on U of K? Oh Lord. <laughs> I mean, between 1993 and 1996. So, you know, and that's basketball and football. So that's a, that's a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't even guesstimate how many times I've played that song in some capacity or the other. Did you travel to every football game during your time? No. So we only went, when I was in band, we went to Tennessee and that's why we'll never go back to Knoxville ever again. It was an awful, horrible, terrible, terrible experience. And that's when we were terrible. Like we sucked, right? Like, and we're just trying to get on the bus and there's Tennessee fans just screaming in our faces. We own you. We're like, yeah, we know. We know. We're just trying to get on the bus, right? Right. (laughs) We're terrible at football. Leave us alone. So uh, let's see. Went to Vandy. Uh, I think those were the only two places that I went with the band because they didn't take the band a lot of places. Um, we definitely didn't fly anywhere with the football team because I think number one, we sucked. And number two, they just didn't want to pay for the whole marching band to fly <laughs> to watch us get, get, get beat. So, you know, I mean, that's fair, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you, when you take your critical eye away from UK, and, you know, throughout the SEC and other bands, you got the Million Dollar Band at Alabama and, and I can't think of Tennessee's. Who are some of the bands that you look at and say, oh, no, I got to admit, they're they're pretty good or they're they're kind of sucky. Yeah, well, LSU's, LSU's band is amazing. They, they, they really are. They, in, in terms of SEC bands, they're really awesome. Um, Texas A&M's got a huge band. You know, obviously Alabama, um, Florida's band is decent. I think pretty much throughout the SEC, there's there's a lot of good band culture in the SEC, um, and I would put the SEC's marching bands up up against just about anybody, um, anybody any other conference. Big Ten for sure. Big Ten thinks that they're the best, but they're not. So script Ohio people, it just bleeds over. The yeah. Ohio State University, and yeah, we yeah. dot an I in Ohio, so we're, <laughs> we're and, and I, I, I do have to, I, I kind of, you know, I actually think EKU, they're small, but they've they've got it, they've got a pretty good little band going on. They have a they they have a lot of uh, support from the outside, um, just because the money's not there for them, um, you know, in terms of the university. So they actually keep their program going with a lot of outside support, which is cool. And I also guess I got to give a shout out to SEMO, uh, Southeast Missouri, mm. um, because one of my really, really good friends that I actually went to high school with is the head band director up there. And so he's he, he he's done really good with their program up there. That'll work. So what y'all got planned for episode 391 on Girls Beer Sports? Oh, what we got planned? I'm still working. I'm I'm still writing in my little my little notebook that I keep by my my recliner my in my area of the, of the TV room, right? Um, so let's see. I, I guess we got to talk about this stupid Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. I don't care about it, but you know, it's there. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
I'm trying to think. Oh, the USFL XFL is getting ready to merge. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw that, but uh, yeah. I think that's going to be actually it's going to be good for both of those those entities. I think um, so for too. sure. Yeah, you have, can't have two separate spring leagues in the spring at the same time. No, uh-uh. and yeah, and then you know I'll talk about my I, inevitably I will have some kind of experience at this game as I always do, <laughs> whether it's in the tailgate lot or in the stadium or whatever. So that always comes up. And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the game and we'll do our, we'll do our pickums for week six. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Well, we can't wait to hear episode 391 girls beer sports out on Spreaker and all kind of other platforms. Okay, we're, we're, I just say we're everywhere. Good podcasts are free. We're on a ton of different platforms. Good stuff. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. And thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to hop on here uh, with us. And got to have you back again for sure. We always appreciate it. Carrie Lewis and her news. I had to do that for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. It's always a really, really good time to talk to y'all. And and thanks again. And I'm glad I was able to figure out how to, how to get on. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to do better at sending the link next time. I promise you. Y'all have a good evening. Y'all take care. All right. All right. Thank you, Carrie. Go Cats. Go Cats. Carrie Lewis, Girls Beer Sports. First episode live on the Twitter streets. Yeah, man. Facebook and YouTube and people commenting and Michelle telling people about us and people following and saying they're going to listen and all kinds of stuff popping, man. That's good stuff, man. I'm all I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, talking to about football. Um, hmm. uh, I thought we were supposed to be undefeated when we played the 49ers. And, uh, like that meme say, y'all still doing boys? <laughs> You know that that didn't happen. We we got to the red zone and we settled for field goals. And um, the offense really didn't have to do nothing the first two weeks because it was raining and we was getting pick sixes against the Giants. And then we played Joe Namus boy Zach Wilson in week two, so they wasn't about to do nothing. That's correct. Josh Dobbs, who terrorized us at Tennessee wreaked havoc on us Sunday for the 0-2 winless NFC West Arizona Cardinals. And we couldn't do nothing about it. We couldn't couldn't really stop them. I know we had a couple linemen out. Trayvon Diggs out. That is a devastating loss. But still, we should have had enough to handle those Arizona Cardinals. But it didn't happen for us. Well, you know, the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. The Eagles, oh y'all! I think, I San think. Francisco. I know you saw it because you all in the FTTB, whatever y'all's motto is. But y'all have scored thirty points in every single game. That's just that was kind of unique. I thought that's that's interesting. And and and, and Purdy, man, look, the Giants blitzed the heck out of him on Thursday night, and. Uh, Hey, he just putting the ball in the right spots, man. I mean, it's it's you know, I don't think we'll go undefeated, but I, I like this team a lot. I really do. Um gonna see him here in about a month. Uh, yeah. up in up, up, oh, in, up yeah. in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. very look looking excited to the, uh, about that. And mm-hmm. um but I look, I guess we gotta talk about uh, look uh, uh, about uh, uh Taylor Swift. 
and uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, happy for him. Yeah. But I don't need ESP alerts that uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift is at a football game. That's right. I, th- That's that, I, that I don't need, right? I don't need Taylor Swift's in the box. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I understand she's a big star. I'm not trying to be oblivious, like who's a Taylor Swift. I'm not trying to be like that. Right. Not my cup of tea. I'm happy for people that have gotten to go. Uh, the girls saw her in concert three or four years ago when she came through Louisville. Before, great. Uh, happy for them. Happy for her. Whatever their fans ain't my cup of tea. Uh, the people I like, they travel in the old people circuit now. Like, <laughs> man, did you see uh, some of the stuff coming about boys to men? Uh, no. Hit social media. Uh, oh, I can't think of the producer. He produced Cooley High, and he was the producer on, was going to be the producer on two. Apparently, boys to men got too big for their britches. I need to find the video and send this to you. So he's like, we're working on two, working on the follow-up out. So Babyface shows up, plays them, you know, the demo version of I'll Make Love to You. And those guys said, yeah, that's not good. We're not going to do that. The man, Yeah, they told <laughs> Babyface, mid-90s Babyface, now nah, we good. <laughs> Well, long story short, they became difficult to work with and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you always wonder how, a, you know, somebody kind of fell off like, man. And then turned around, I'll make love to you. Was it the best song ever? Was it number one song ever? Like, come on now, y'all. Speaking of them, I think, was it July? Was it September? July. They were... Because I'm outside Knoxville now, but before I was closer to Bristol when we first moved to Tennessee, Kingsport. Kingsport has a festival every year called Fun Fest. It's in the summertime. It's like at Dobbins Bennett is a high school there, pretty big high school, but they'll, they'll set up the stage and a lot of the older acts will come through and perform at Fun Fest. Like, like back in the 90s, like Cooling Gang came, uh, the Dells came, you know, it's like old school doo-wop, you know. Um, uh, the dudes that sing Magic Carpet Ride, like Steppenwolf or something, they came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Boys to Men was at Fun Fest this past July at Kingsport, Tennessee. So, and I was like, they coming to Fun Fest? Oh, okay. I mean, it's like I know the Derby and stuff is big and the Brown State Brown and all that, but I was yeah. like, I was like, Fun Fest? I'm like, okay. Yeah, it it you know it made it made uh, it made sense uh, yeah. why they kind of fell off and yeah. I hate to see that, but you know, back to the NFL, Denver. What are you doing, yo? Sh- if I'm if I'm uh, that Hackett, the old coach. <laughs> oh, you had you had jokey jokes, didn't you? You had some jokey jokes about how this thing's being run. And they, I'll say this: they play each other in a couple weeks. Denver, the Jets and Denver play, so yeah. they get to really Look, talk man, that talk if he beats them. 
don't kneel it. Go ahead and get your points. Like, don't do a mercy thing where you don't want to run up the score. You get that, but just go ahead and do it. It's worse when you talk about, well, you know, I'm not going to do it because I'm taking out mercy. No, man. Like, what are you doing? Get them 76 points. Like, score more points than anybody. Do it. Just do it. Get it over with. 1966. Goodness gracious. Last time anybody scored that many points. And I think, like you said, they were trying. They, like, ran up the middle just trying and just do broke it. I was like, <laughs> like man, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, 70 to 20. And this, for a league that tries for parity pretty much more than any other league, and you got a 70-20, two professional squads out there. <laughs> my, my favorite tweet I saw about this is like, before I let that happen, I just start fighting so I get thrown out. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sean Payton probably wish he's back in the booth right about now. Yeah, but uh, you know, the Niners Cowboys still on a still on a rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. And it's and, and it's faith, faithful to the Bay. Okay, I'll I'll definitely remember that. Mm. Hey, remember or not, that's. <laughs> 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 you was just you was reiterating, and I'm like, yeah, okay, all right, then. But that's you know, you and Mike, not a Mike, and all y'all. That's 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 good for y'all, man. Nice little four letter thing y'all the, got. The, my highlight of the year is when I was in the Charlotte airport when the Niners and Cowboys played that playoff game, and y'all scored a touchdown. I'm like, man, and that guy looked me in my face. He said. He's a Cowboys man. They'll do something dumb. And he went on his flight, and I went on my flight. And it, yay, barely. It came to pass. Look at you getting worked up, and and he he positively calmed you down. Right, right. He was he was Terry in that situation. Yeah, he, he's like he's like, hey man, it's the Cowboys, and he went on. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. And and so when I talk about sports, I get into it. My my Apple Watch during that game. Because the second half, I'm on the plane, right? I told you, I'm on the plane. I can get some Wi-Fi, but it's not great. Kate's texting me what's going on. I'm trying to watch the game. I'm on the ESPN app, but it's delayed, whatever. And my watch is like, are you having a cardiac event? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) So, So when I talk about stuff with sports, it's me too. Like, I can't believe I'm letting this group of strangers participate in this activity and influence me like this, where yeah. my watch thinks I'm having a cardiac event. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm not trying to judge anybody, but all I'm saying is when your team wins, it's a good thing, man. It just is. And when yeah, they true. lose, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather them win, but I'm okay. Like we talked about before against the Eagles in the NFC championship game. I'm like, all right. Well, we don't have a quarterback, and when they try to they try to put the quarterback's uh, uh, headpiece in the Christian McCaffrey's helmet, I'm like, yeah. that's a wrap, <laughs> you know. Uh, Lakers against uh, the, the uh, Nuggets in the playoffs. It was like, yeah, we ain't got it. Mm-hmm. I hope we would have won one of those games, but I'm like, okay, I can't even be mad about it, you know. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes sometimes stuff happens, but mm-hmm. you know. 
Sports should be fun. Yep. And and like Carrie was talking about football, Kentucky football, especially to me, is still fun. We beat Florida, yay! I'm happy. We beat Tennessee again, yeah, I'll be happy. Got to beat, got to beat. Now Louisville's the only game I'm serious about. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, yeah, let's beat Ole Miss or Mississippi State, whichever the Mississippi schools would play or whatever. Like that to me is still fun because basketball is not fun. Yeah. I mean, I had somebody legitimately tell me the 38 and one season they were miserable because they kept waiting for Kentucky to lose. And I'm like, so you sat there for 38 games and said, this is the one that they're going to lose. It brought you no joy. Yeah, that's, that's a rough way to go through that season. Yeah, man. Every time they got on the court, I mean, was it possible? Yeah. But always, always a chance your team could lose. Yeah. But I mean, uh, to, to have that mentality 38 times. <laughs> <laughs> or all right, I, like, I, I ring. I don't know about their ten or eleven. though, to have it 27, 28 times to every time. That uh, season was ooh. the forty-one-seven UCLA score. <laughs> you did not enjoy that. You didn't have any fun with that. Yeah, and they just just choked Kansas out too. Same yeah, like was, like was, you didn't have any fun with that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All good stuff, man. Football seasons in high high swing. Uh, hey, I'm enjoying this football season. Yeah. Three and zero, four and zero, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, when those those weekends when you know your your college team and your pro team do pull off the, the double dip and both of them win, and you feeling good on Monday. Oh, Kentucky won and the Cowboys won. Ah, oh, you know it. You know it doesn't always happen. So when it does happen. It, it puts it puts a, it puts you know? a spring in your step. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all about it. Three and oh, four and oh. Yeah, that's it. You know, the Niners win, the Kentucky wins. Hey. Yes, I'm Feeling faithful good. to the bay and I'm BBN. Hashtag. That's right. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Always good. Look, I'm I'm looking at us. We on we on uh all this stuff doing live. I'm I, I like it, man. I'm a fan. Yeah, man. You know, going forward, man, we'll be live and streaming on streaming on all the stuff. People getting at us in comments and following the show and all that stuff, man. So and, and Michelle, I'm happy. I'm happy with uh Dane being in uh Milwaukee. They did uh hey Giannis was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do this. And they were like, Hey, how about a Dame Lillard? How about a top 75 player? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So small market teams, scared money don't make money. Make these moves. Do this. Mm-hmm. You can do it. That's right. And she's up there with Michelle now. So yeah, Milwaukee. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I might see Michelle courtside or something at a book game. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, this was fun. Yeah. Appreciate. Carrie Lewis, appreciate you, TV. Appreciate Michelle and Ange commenting. And we appreciate all of it. Yeah, yeah. We, I like it. We're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back next Wednesday talking about Kentucky, Florida, looking ahead to Kentucky, Georgia, and whatever the Niners do, whatever the Cowboys do, and all kind of other stuff, man. It'll be fun. Hopefully, let's see, next week, hope to have our guy, man, Memphis Spence, another call oh, yeah. big time 
heavy hitter. Hope to have him on here with us as well. So another fun episode coming up, y'all. Appreciate BS3 Network being set up, letting us be a part of the network. We enjoy bringing these episodes to you, and we'll do it all again next week, everybody. I'm going to find a little outro button. It says thanks for watching because we appreciate y'all watching. And TV, man, you and Sammy be safe. And uh, Yeah, he running around here somewhere. Send Brian Farron some plays. You can see him <laughs> at the barbershop. Man, it's a whole big thing. It's hilarious. I'll send you that. I'm going to have to send you that link real quick, though, so you can see for yourself. That works. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate our guests. Appreciate our comments. And we'll see everybody next week on Cast Talk Wednesday.